Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim. Okay, so let's all cluster in. Let's all make sure that we can be heard. So we're all going to focus our attention not on the melodious sounds of my voice or my face, but on the tiny microphone that we're all recording around. Welcome back to Heard You Saw. It has been a giant-sized episode today with lots of wild explosions and robots and monsters. It's Pacific Rim Uprising. And uh, so I'm going to lead in with, as always, so sorry, today I'm joined by EJ, Sean, and Racy. Hi. Yeah, okay, I was worried, like, I, none of you had spoken, I was like, are you all reduced to shocked silence by what we just witnessed? We're gonna begin, as usual, with our one-line hot takes. Um, Racy. My favorite part is where they destroyed Sydney. I'm all for them. aren't you from... Not from Sydney, no. Yeah, fuck Sydney. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Sorry. Enemy of the is, show, is Sydney. Sydney is the New York of Australia and everyone actually hates it? Yeah. Oh. Does yeah. everyone hate New York? I hate New York. Fuck New York. Oh. Enemy of the show, New York. All right, cool. We're now alienating entire cities. EJ, your one-line hot take for Pacific Rim Uprising. I did not hate this. Hey! Yeah. I could not believe it. This film was F-rated. F really? Yeah. Wow. It was written by like four people, but two, <laughs> but two of them were women. Nice. And also, there were like female characters. Oh, get into it. It's yeah, fine. we'll get into right, that. Okay. We'll get into that. Sean. Uh, so the film gives a new meaning to the to the term mindfuck. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Ah, well, well done. done. Well done. Yeah. Um, and my one line hot take, I think I have to say, is I think out of everybody here and potentially in the world, I wanted this to be good. But I knew it wasn't gonna be good, so I went in expecting to hate it, and much like EJ, I didn't hate it. Hey! Didn't much love it either. No, but it's not Jumanji. It's, so. oh God, is it? Oh no, no, I like this a lot more than Jumanji. Yeah. Um, and many other films that we've seen. So, Recounting of the premise, I feel like we should try and avoid the big twist, if yeah. possible, at least right. to start with. Which one? The, the big twist. Can I say the first small one? Because I think it's funny. What, which? Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. So begin the plot, EJ. All right. All right, all right to recount the bit that EJ missed, yes. we start with an awkward, very expositiony, using footage from the previous film um, monologue from John Boyega saying, basically, here's what happened in the last film. Yeah. Oh, could have used that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, it works for me. I haven't seen the first yeah, one. Yeah. So. You've like, never like, seen the first no. one? Ooh, fascinating. Oh my god, the I... first one is so much better than this. Yeah, yeah. Which is a surprise considering it's probably, it's always on like ITV. You should now, definitely so, like... watch Pacific. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Why did we just watch that when we could have watched Pacific Rim 1 again? God damn it. Uh, another night. Okay, Indeed. So, so yeah, yeah. John Boyega is um, uh, son of previous film main character, well, not main character mentor figure uh, stacker pentecost played by idris elba he is his sort of you know layabout well you know ruffian son who's you know squatting in mansions hustling to get his hot sauce and his cereal 
from drug dealers. I miss that. You missed him hustling yeah. to get hot sauce oh, and cereal. He swapped a car for sriracha, and I was like, I am down. <laughs> I understand. And his whole deal is he steals bits from decommissioned Jaegers to make money. We open on him taking around some rough types to a Jaeger abandoned factory to get a power core, and the power core is stolen by someone else. A mild peril ensues, and John Baeger escapes. So I think it's about where you came in, which is when he met so. Amara. Yes. So he meets a um, small teenager who is Amara. Um, I think that's her name. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's yeah. the same uh, as the Manani? Amara Manani or something like that? Something, uh, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so they are chased by authorities and it turns out she's built her own small Jaeger. So Wee little Jaeger. Yeah. It's called so Scrapper. It's so they get inside and are captured by police. <laughs> police in the form of a like 300 foot tall robot. Yeah. So they are captured and then sent to um, cadet training for being what is it called? Uh, uh, well, they're Jaegers. Well, Jaeger pilots, but yeah, yeah Jaeger rangers. Pilots, rangers. Rangers pilots. So, Jaegers, um, yeah. uh, Amari? Amara? Amara becomes a cadet, and um, John Boyega becomes a teacher, kind of? Yeah, that's he, never really he's like a head, he's like actually too. just like, you're a ranger, now you have to train cadets. Yeah. That's really not talked about, and they don't really do much training, but it's fine. Nope. Um, they don't have a lot of time for that. So they do that, and they go to this place where they do that and <laughs> the shatter dome they meet um handsome white man who is kind of butting heads with john boyega but also kind of not yeah so that's kind of nice mm. and then there's also um hot woman who we see oh yeah she's maybe like three times <laughs> you mean that sexy lamp she's such a sexy lamp Wait, lamp. Have you not heard the phrase the sexy lamp before? No. It's when you have a female character who you could accomplish exactly the same amount if you just had an attractive lamp. Oh, it's true. <laughs> she's uh, a very yeah. sexy she's lamp. She's not necessary. I think they probably cut a storyline, which I'm very happy about. Yeah. Um, and then, so it turns out that a company in China have made drones. Um, drone Jaegers. Drone Jaegers, which they're trying to implement. And obviously the... Rangers are kind of like, well, that makes our jobs obsolete and also seems kind of dangerous. So the company in China are trying to get those passed and like deployed and stuff. But then a giant Jaeger randomly attacks the important people in charge. Mako Mori, lead, one of the lead characters from the previous film. Yep, she does in helicopter crash. Unfortunate because I was like, Mako was like one of the best things about the first yeah. Pacific Rim, Sean, which you would know, Sean, if you'd watched oh, yeah. the film, Sean and Racy. <laughs> oh, she was sick in the film anyway. She was like, alright. Being a person. Yeah. Um, so she dies and John Boyega, who is her sister, her, who's her brother, is like, oh shit, fuck. <laughs> I, guess I'll stick around. I guess I want to get revenge, kind of. Yeah, so they like chase down this big giant robot, and they're like, "Who's driving you?" And it turns out it's a it's a fucking kaiju brain. It, that was a pretty good moment. I was and, like, "Oh!" And you're like, "Well, what?" And we thought it was gonna be this shady Chinese company like screwing things up, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, what's his name? Charlie Day. Returning characters, yeah, New yeah. Newton, um, Newton and Gottlieb. Um, from the previous film, return to have their powerful sexual chemistry once more. Yes. Um, I, d I did love, just as an aside, Charlie Day did say in an interview when asked about all of the speculative fan fiction that had been written about their characters, he was all like, oh yeah, no, I totally try and play it that, the, you know, they're former lovers. And I was yes. just like, yes, all of this. <laughs> so he works for the Chinese company and then other guy works for still the, the Jaeger guys. Yeah, the Rangers. And, yeah. um... 
basically they kind of meet up and they're like, I'm working on these cool rockets, dude. Yeah. He's like, don't do that. That's fucking dangerous. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> uh, it's kind of all over the place. And then, um, more fighting and more broken glass. And, uh, <laughs> and then they have a fight in Siberia. Oh yeah, well that's when they discover. Yeah, the they kaiju find brain. the kaiju brain. And in then Siberia. after that, they're like, oh fuck. Um, and, and then the, okay, the so are, oh the drones are all deployed and uh, they're all over the world. And are we only forty minutes into yeah. the plot? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> yeah, the, the drones. Then wouldn't you know it? <laughs> oh yeah. So wait, we have to get to the part where um, Charlie Day, who was originally like goes to his friend he's like oh you should come back and meet alice and my immediate reaction was like they've given him a girlfriend yeah, i'm so mad i was so pissed and then you see you follow charlie day back to his house and it turns out it's a kaiju brain in a tank and he's like romancing a kaiju brain in a tank and it's like what the fuck is going on it was like that was one of my favorite oh. scenes <laughs> i was great. just like that is completely yeah. in character and i yeah. love it um so he's like he's crazy now yeah um so you're kind of just like rolling with that and then it turns out all the drones are just kaiju brains again and they all go crazy and attack everything and everyone's dying and the jaegers are like mostly destroyed we weren't ready for this oh yeah so there's a big twist which i won't well i think say. we've kind of pretty much like we get i mean should i just say it fuck it but like we spoil movies we all spoil the time all yeah, yeah, yeah no one's listening specific to rim uprising as it turns out Charlie Day is merged with a kaiju brain. He did this in the previous film. He and Gottlieb did yeah. it together in order to try and understand where the kaiju came from. Turns out the precursors, the name for the race that used kaiju to try and destroy the planet, got all up in his brain pan. Yeah. So now he's the dude doing all this shit. He's the evil guy. I must say, I did enjoy evil Charlie Day. I did too. He was clearly having yeah. a lot I of fun. I really like that twist. Yes. And so he's the one controlling everything and causing it all to happen. Um, so like a million breaches open and then they all close again because they managed to like control it. But uh, three hit uh, kaiju escape and are headed for Mount Fuji because their blood is like radioactive or some shit. Explosively radioactive. Yeah, so all the cadets have to band together and get into these four final Jaegers and take on the kaiju. And then at the end they just like defeat them and you're like, yeah, yeah cool. It was fun. Yeah. Okay, so who, who would like to lead off the discussion? Sean, as someone who's never seen a Pacific Rim movie, mm. what did you make of this? It's insane. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously you're saying, like, the first film is better and that's... And I'm guessing more insane. I, no, no, I'm going to go into... Arguably. A, I'm going to go into quite a lot of detail about the key differences, so we'll keep... Okay. I want to get, like, the people who don't have the Pacific Rim knowledge to give their thoughts first. Yeah. It's... It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and I kind of like it for that. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's just one of those perfect examples of I'm gonna switch my brain off here mm. and yeah. just enjoy giant monsters fighting giant robots mm -hmm. and it's just like oh boy do you get like everything you're promised they, they really like, up the ante in terms yeah. of just like let's spectacle can mm. we spectacle harder than yeah. the first one I think we spectacled harder when was uh. the first one released? Uh, I was still working here so sometime I was living in Dover that was what 2013? yeah about 2013 yeah. I think All right, yeah so it's been a good five years now. Yeah. 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 Guillermo del Toro, producer on this, but apparently not very involved, <laughs> which I think you can kind of feel yeah, in yeah, some ways. Racy, what did you make of it? I liked it. You liked it? They were robots. Did you stay awake a couple times? I did. You wow. waited through the whole film without sleeping? Yeah. Is that a first for her just saw? 
I no, maybe? I think there were other films that I watched entirety of, but <laughs> don't ask me to name them. <laughs> there was uh, significantly less Australian people in this film than the first one. Oh, no, the guy that I laughed out loud, he's an actual news reporter in Australia. Oh, yeah, being for, like, for morning, like, news. Being like, holy crap, guys, there's, there's some Jaegers coming to, like, swear in some new people. And that, yeah, that's why I There's, a, there's a really great character in the first film um, called Hercules, who mm -hmm. is literally the most Australian man. He's wonderful. He's like the, the dad guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, you're a ranger for Christ's sake! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, so Australian! Oh, now I have to watch it. So, the thing is, this is not as good as Pacific Rim 1. It also is a very different feeling film to Pacific yeah. Rim 1. The, the key thing that, about Pacific Rim, the first one, which this film doesn't have, is Pacific Rim is immediately set up as like, hey, this is the world. There are giant monsters coming. We have giant robots to fight them. Off you go. And like yeah. the, literally the first scene is a giant robot going out to fight a giant monster, which is yeah. your setup. And there's a tremendous sense of desperation about it because it, you know they go to the Shatter Dome in the first film and they're all like, normally this place would hold 20 Jaegers. We've got four. And it's like humanity is really on the ropes. Like everything's a bit melted. Everything's seen battle. There's like history there everywhere. And it's, it's great because it gives you this tremendous sense of like, oh crap, we really are like on the edge of like humanity being destroyed. This movie does not feel like that. This movie takes a long time to get going, yeah. I think. Like the whole, I, all right, here's a question to the group. Mm -hmm. Who was the main character in this film? John Boyega. John Boyega. Was he? Well. It really felt like it was kind of more Amara's story? That's what I wanted it to more focus on. And I wish that they'd shared it a little bit better. Mm. Because I think, one, they worked really well together. Yeah. Better than a random white guy. Yes. Could have used zero of him. I felt, I, I felt a bit sad for Nate Guy because he didn't really have much to do. Apart from like, I have vague conflict with you, John Boyega. Yeah. And John Boyega's like, I'm just more charming and likable than you. And he's yeah. like, ah. I did quite like that bit when John, when John Boyega's like, he is very sexy though. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. just all like, oh, oh, mm. little bit of the Pacific Rim LGBT okay. faction. Was that blonde girl, was anyone else getting super gay vibes off her? Which blonde girl? Oh, the, the Victoria. Yeah. Like kind of, but she didn't really have much of a personality beyond, I'm angry. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, why aren't they like, Making her and Amara friends. And yeah, like, that would have made yeah, a, that a really a good that would have really like, made sense. I was really hoping that they would be good, um, be good like mind handshakey partners. Drift, yeah. Drift compatible, yeah. yeah. I don't I use totally your language. wanted that. Yeah, because that would have been a yeah. sensible. It, it felt like they yeah. kind of set that up and then just never really delivered on that. Yeah, yeah, because like, they were in the same robot. Yeah, but they were in two different parts. Like she was the just like Russian girl was in the stomach, and yeah, the other like, girl I'm was firing the guns, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm helping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like they set her up really specifically, and then like nothing happened. This was the thing. I think this movie really kind of wanted to focus on a lot of things. Yeah, it was it quite ambitious. Yeah, it it couldn't commit because they had that. Here's just a rough thing of all of the relationships that it tries to cover. John Boyega's relationship with his sister, which I felt was dramatically underserved and I wish they'd done more with that because yeah, I really definitely. like Mako as a character and that would have been cool. Um, John's relationship with Amara, which they kind of had, that was the most explored. It was kind of yeah. like a sort of, you know, mentor, teacher kind of thing. John Boyega's relationship with Nate, which mm. was there, 
kind of whatever yeah. mm. you want to make of that. Homosexual. Yeah, possibly. We can we can but hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Amara's relationship with Victoria, um, the Gottlieb and um, Newt and their relationship was kind of more explored a little bit. Um, you also had what was it the the Chinese lady kind of like came in really dramatically at the end with the save yeah and i felt like why are you doing this this doesn't yeah. make sense mm. it was like what this character i mean sure yeah. fine but also she didn't ever really have like a conflict with amara where she'd been like oh your tiny jaeger's no good and then she's like i'll use the tiny jaeger to save the day yeah and i was kind of like if they'd had if those characters had met yeah or interacted yeah. In, in any capacity that would have made more yeah. sense you know, and also John Boyega's relationship to his dad and living in his dad's shadow, not mm. properly explored. The ridiculous, shall we have a love triangle? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, there was no romantic oh. subplot. It was written by three people. Yeah, and they all wanted to do very different yeah. things, yeah. I feel. But somehow, on the whole, I think it came out okay. Yeah, it was not terrible. Yeah, it yeah. was It was fun. Like, the... Some of the editing was a bit weird. Yeah, I was mm. lost a lot. Yeah, yeah I yeah. could not pick up on the fights. Oh no, I I would say editing-wise, it's more coherent than say like a Transformers film. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Like, I could easily yeah. tell what the hell was what. Well, the the fights yeah. weren't the problem for me. That there was just like some bits with you know literally just characters talking to each other where they mm. go to a lot of odd angles, and mm. I was just kind of like, well, okay, but this just seems odd. Yeah. I felt like they were reshoots. Possibly. And yeah. they were like. Because like, you could really tell when they were green screening everything. I mean, they oh, obviously yeah. were like most of the time, but when they were like severely green screened, nothing but close-ups in a very mm. obvious way. Yeah, mm. it just seemed like it's. It, this definitely feels like it was made by committee. Yes. I think the thing is, mm. but I think overall we can say it's like it was a fun kind of. How long was that? Because it. it didn't but feel. It wasn't that long. Hour and a half, hour forty. Hour oh. forty. That's not actually... too bad. No. Oh yeah, we can actually check <laughs> in our undisclosed location. Oh. <laughs> but it, would have it done better in a different medium if it wasn't a feature film? Would it fare better as like? Like a TV series? Yeah. I would. I I'd watch a TV series of this. I would because it definitely has that sort of like. And then you could explore big, all big ensemble big, cast. Yeah. Big ensemble cast, like also like anime sort of like backgrounds and all yep. that so yep. you know you could very easily build up a nice bigger sort of universe I would it, actually you know? really happily watch a Pacific Rim TV show yeah, yeah me yeah. too like it's I think only an hour 50 only an hour yeah. 50 yeah. Yeah. that's not bad it, it's not it doesn't feel too long no it, it no. never it never dragged much once it actually got going but like hmm. the the opening is a bit of a slog yeah I mean I mean, did, did you guys just this question with the, or the the opening exposition stuff and the way that people kept reiterating plot points hmm that oh, for me was a yeah. bit annoying because yeah. I already knew all yeah. the plot points. When Charlie Day walks into the fucking lab and it's just like, oh, because we uh, save the world like, together. Like, reiterate everything we've ever done. Yeah, and I, I was yeah. just like, it's really? Just, I think I think I was counting the amount of times something was said before I got to like seven and then I stopped counting, but I can't remember what it was. And I was like, number six, number seven. But yeah, did you guys, as people who haven't seen the film, did you appreciate that, or did it feel a bit clunky to you? Um, it helped a little for me. Um, I knew some stuff from the first film just because internet, and cultural everything. osmosis, yeah, 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 all that kind of stuff, and that. So you know, not everything in that. So like bits with like Charlie Day and um, the other characters in the first film going yep. into like Kaiju Mine and that. Didn't know anything about that. You mm -hmm. know, and, you know, it was helpful to have that going for the rest of the film because you know plot twists and all that yep um but you know fine you know i could definitely tell when it's just like 
very heavy expositional. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Remember that thing that we were both present for? Yeah. Boy, that was a good time. Yeah. I found that even like when they were in the drift together, I was annoyed that they kept shouting out directions to each other because yeah. it was like you're supposed to be linked. To be fair, they did that in the first one as well. Uh, that was something I disliked in the first yeah. one. I but also it felt like it was worse mm. here. It was more pronounced, certainly. Yeah. Some of the two of you might be able to answer. Why is it they have to be neuro neurologically linked? So, well, two. Well, I'll give you two wonder. two reasons. Hmm. One, the robots are powered by friendship. <laughs> almost, almost seriously, in the opening my to Pacific Rim robot, One. My little robot. No, my giant robots. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the first film, they established that while a single human can get a, a Jaeger to move. The amount of strain it puts on their brain, like mm. fucking kills them or drives them insane or makes them bleed out their eyes. Mm. So they when they realized that they had to do people there were people who were what's called drift compatible, mm. who could essentially link their minds together and thereby share the what's called the neural load. Mm. Um, Charlie Hunnam in the first film was notable because he was the only pilot to ever manage to pilot a Jaeger by himself because his brother got torn out by a kaiju while he was piloting it in the opening and then he manages to get it back to land and everyone's like, wow, he's badass. Yeah. Speaking of Charlie Hunnam, whom I really like in the first film, as a white bread, just sort of like, I'm Joe McEvery hero, I think he's a really good version of that. He's fine. He's a good ally. He's trying his best. He's fine. Hey. He's okay. <laughs> I like him. He's not terrible. He's not. He stands up for Marco at every opportunity and he never puts his own glory first. I'm like, that's good. Yeah. He's up just about like, I want to do the best job with the right people. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't come back for this movie. I was also surprised mm. and I could not figure out if it was the same dude that John Boyega was talking to <laughs> because they just both look the same. I feel like at some point someone may have written that character for Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. And then he mm. wouldn't come back and do it. So like, crap, just invent Nate. It's exactly <laughs> the same. What? Uh, he's got brown spiky hair. Charlie Hunnam's got floppy blonde hair. There's, there's, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, you can tell him apart. All right. It's yeah. Fine. All these white men look the same to you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I really thought they were the same person for a while. Um, any other key thoughts before we move into final thoughts? I was very pleased about the lack of romance. Yes, yes. yes apart from the half-hearted, shall we do a love tra- nah. Yeah, and like they only objectified one woman. Mm. Hello. 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 Oh, hey. sick. Oh, crap. Oh. Okay, quick. Uh, EJ. Yes? Do we need to move out? Not really. Okay, cool. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, wait, wait, actually. Do you have any thoughts about Pacific Rim Uprising? <laughs> I would if I'd seen it. Damn it! Have you seen Pacific Rim 1? Yeah, and I loved it. Ah, All right. hey! Okay, that's good enough. Mm. Thank you for guest starring on the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, final thoughts, EJ? Um, I, okay, when I first saw Pacific Rim the first time, I really fucking hated it. And then I watched it with you and I was like, this is great! Yes! In one of our angry film watches. Yes! <laughs> I'm would, happy I could be evangelical for that movie. This would totally qualify for another angry watch. Because I, it completely You don't need to invest it. too much. Yeah. And lots of stuff gets destroyed. Yeah, I liked it almost more in some ways. But yeah. in other ways, I was very frustrated by it. 
Um, it's. I mean, they 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 did a big sequel bait at the end, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way it's not getting a sequel. Based on this, do you, would you guys go see that sequel? Yes. Yeah. 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 I'd have to see a trailer. Have John Boyega in it. Oh yeah, yeah true. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll watch John Boyega in pretty much anything. He is very engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Even when he's playing kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Only if they get to call it Pacific Rim Intergalactic Sushi. Possibly. Yeah. Do I've, you think they released this film? Specifically around Easter on purpose. In what sense? It's called Uprising. Oh, what, uh, like a Jesus thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're reviving the franchise yeah. and the Lord. I will say the subtitle doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, it would like Pacific Rim, like betrayal or something, or Pacific Rim. Yeah. Oh no, we accidentally more monsters. Intergalactic sushi. Earth. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like Charlie Day's, like the uprising of the kaiju. But they, they, mm, I mean, it's an odd, I, I agree, it's not the, I don't think it's the best choice. I don't know, it's rough. I mean, the next one's probably going to be Pacific Rim Invasion, right? That, that would You'd be, think, that yeah. probably would be, that yeah, would yeah. be the one I'd go for. Um, or they just call it Rim. They just like condense it even more. It's rim like, 3. Rim 3. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> minty fresh. Uh, Racy, final thoughts. Ooh. Like, Star Wars. <laughs> like Star Wars. But instead of spaceships, they have robots. No, it's nothing like Star Wars. I was going to say, this is, the, <laughs> this is the kind of quality content that people <laughs> listen to this podcast expecting. <laughs> I don't know that many movies. <laughs> we literally oh just goodness. watched one. <laughs> Sean. Uh, it's... Like I said, it's just as ridiculous as I really wanted it to be. Mm. That's, I do definitely now want to go watch the first one. Oh, watch it with me. Yes. Yeah. Watch it with me. I'll always, I, I am definitely up for that, yes. Dude, I, I, I was on the plane to Sri Lanka, and I was going through the, the, the uh, films they had on the, on the plane, and was just like, oh, like, here's a bunch of films that I haven't seen that I feel like I should watch. And I saw, oh, they've got Pacific Rim. <laughs> and I saw when I turned to my mom, I said, now, I've seen Pacific Rim, like, six times. Am I gonna watch Pacific Rim again right now? Yes, and I watched it again, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> I love that movie so much. It does so much right. It's just <laughs> this movie didn't quite get me to <laughs> levels, yeah. but it, it, it was still a rocket, a riotous good time. Big robots punch things. Yeah, I really wanted to be a TV show. Yeah, I, I think I, I would happily watch like it, HBO. Mm. I know you listen. We're all, we're we're tight. We're or tight. Netflix. Yeah. Netflix will greenlight anything. Yeah. But, but I won't. If you send an email to Netflix and you're like, I have an idea for a show, they'll be like, greenlight. It's fine. <laughs> they legitimately they 700 shows. Oh they my have God. so much money. They need to. Yeah, but like they don't Ugh. give things enough budget. It needs to be HBO. Give it that right. Game of Thrones money. All right. So you can have like a ridiculous like fucking giant robot battle in like every episode. Yeah. And then, then make it a really compelling human drama about a group of unlikely misfits from different backgrounds coming together to power robots through the power of friendship. So and cool. some of them are gay. And lo loads of them are gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be... Cause, At least half. But like this also, another thing just real quick. Um, I like that this continues with the tradition of Pacific Rim 1, which has become a tradition of like modern sci-fi blockbuster movies. Mm. Good ethnic diversity, yes. lots of Definitely. people of color, oh, lots yeah. of people of color being able to do is it, things. Is it going into the Chinese market? Because I got that feeling. 
Um, it may be, but, but like I don't know how the first like, one was also very much set in China because yeah. like Pacific Rim area is where yeah, it's set. Yeah, yeah. So, but because I was like, oh, I feel like this is trying to get into the Chinese market, but there are also like the conflict is in Tokyo. I don't know. East, oh, just East, all over Asia. East Asia, yeah. we want it. Yeah. We want to get in there. Yeah. And I mean, also, they, they didn't have a big fist fight with a giant monster in Tokyo in the last fist movie. Fist fight, Pacific mm, Rim. Yeah. And that's pretty much Woo! like what you need to do in Tokyo, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, all the giant monsters oh, go yeah, the there. The monsters yeah. walking through Tokyo was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I also like the idea of it's a thing. What if they're not attacking the cities? They're just sort of in the way. Just sort of like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> God yeah, damn like, it. Oh, God, all these buildings in the way. I'm no. trying to get here. Oh, look at all these ants. <laughs> Step on all uh, the ads. Excellent. Um, I think that I think I've said all I want to say. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Sounds not fine. not as. Oh, Morton says, "Where are we? Do we keep recording until Morton finds us?" <laughs> <laughs> Morton, can't right. find us. We've left Morton's the unlikely Morton's us. unlikely to find. Morton, we love you, and we're angry that you decided to do the quiz rather than and get paid. Yeah, and get paid money. Rather yeah. than come and watch well, a film with us, does he not? No. Ah, you wasted your time. <laughs> anyway, well, we'll end it there. We'll be back soon with it. Hold Ready on to one. Ready Player One. Yeah. yeah. It looks terrible. I'm it, so excited. It's gonna be such a grim cast.